Hello, and welcome to the very first podcast of West Coast Roundup. I am Sam Blon. I run a Twitter account called WCC Basketball Expert, and I started it, Twitter, and this podcast because I was a big fan of West Coast Conference. Uh, I always look on Twitter for any news I can find, and I decided to share my love for the conference on Twitter and this podcast. Um, on this podcast, I'll be talking... I'll go more in-depth than what I go on on Twitter. I'll talk about recruits, uh, transfers, insights I have, and what is going on in the West Coast Conference for men's basketball. Um, Starting off this week, we'll start off with the transfers that have happened this week. The first one that happened was Samba Kane uh, transferred out of San Francisco. Um, He was a big man, seven-footer could bring a lot to another team i kind of see him the same as uh triton jacob triton from last year for portland i think he'll transfer and he'll do he'll be better off um plus san francisco have more sec more sec who's a center they recruited and he was heavily recruited uh out of high school seven foot one so he'll come in and he'll replace uh what samba kane had and maybe even expand on his role uh, I had Samba Kane ranked ninth in my West Coast Conference power rankings for transfers leaving. Um, and that would be ninth out of 18 transfers that have happened so far. The second transfer this week is Isaiah Dasher. Isaiah Dasher, a uh, shooting guard on Portland. He just transferred out this week also. He was averaging solid stats. In fact, he had one of his best games versus Oregon State, who... Uh, just made just punched their ticket to the sweet 16 last night uh, isaiah dasher i i really like his game um he's shifty he may not have a three-point shot but he's shifty and he was kind of the only other guy that could create a shot on portland besides a medal and so i could see isaiah dasher going somewhere and uh playing well started 16 games for portland only point four threes, like I said, not that great of a shooter, but he was getting one point four steals game, and I think he was still creating his own shot. I thought he was the second best uh, pure scorer on that Portland team behind Ali, even if he wasn't uh, the actual second uh, leading scorer. Um, the third transfer, another transfer that happened this week was Ezekiel Richards from Santa Clara. Uh, he just got stuck on the bench, uh, never really got a chance, and so I think this is a just i mean got some playing time his freshman year five starts 2.4 points per game but never really got an extended run after that had a red shirt last year i think it's a smart move for both sides Uh, santa clara gets another scholarship uh place while ezekiel richard gets to move on and i had him ranked 18th in the for uh the transfers leaving west coast conference and I also forgot to say, I have Isaiah Dasher as third best transfer out of the West Coast Conference. Um, I was deciding between him and Marion Humphrey from San Diego. Was great as a freshman. I decided to put Dasher ahead of Humphrey. And then the last transfer for this week is uh, Thiru Diabate, power forward from F- Portland. Um, big name for Portland to leave. Uh, didn't play the series, sat out, but... He was already contacted by a good amount of teams. Uh, I was not that surprised. He was a holdover, or he was going to be a holdover from um, the Porter, Terry Porter. And so to see him leave doesn't really surprise me uh, that much. 
and just uh, where is it? There we go. Uh, he did since he sat out this year. The year before he played, he had nine point six points per game, five point one rebounds, point six steals, and point eight blocks. And I have him ranked as the second best transfer uh, out of the West Coast Conference. And he's a uh, he's been getting some uh, recognition already in the transfer portal. Uh, he was contacted by Oklahoma State, which was a bit, which was interesting compared to the rest of the schools. Uh, so I don't expect him to go there, but it was a big school to be named with him uh, as the others. For transfers that might come in or interest, we have Scott Blakeney, and he was offered by San Fran and Pacific's looking into him. Um, did some research on him. I watched three or four of his games and. I have to say I'm a little bit surprised. Um, I, I he was on Idaho, who only won one game this year. Um, they really fed him the ball, though. Uh, he was a. They would feed him the ball down low, or he would come up and he's a good pick and roll guy. He ran a lot of pick and roll in that Idaho offense, and if they weren't doing that, then he was just trying to seal off his man down low, and they'd try and throw a lob into him. So he did most of his work down low. Uh, I don't. There's not much range extension from him for uh, that San Fran offense. So, I mean, he could come in. Uh, San Fran's fairly uh, inexperienced or weak down low with Morsak uh, and Kunin. You have players, but they could use some help down there. Uh, this year, I definitely their front core was definitely their weak point. But Scott Blakeney, I'm not sure um, if he's the right player to go for. Um, Pacific was also in on him. They're active in the market. They have a lot of spots that just need help. Um, they don't have very many scholarships or very many scholarship players uh, that have proven. So, yeah. And then next, the next player on the list, Drew uh, Knuckshausen. Could be saying that wrong. Um, from McNeese State. Uh, Pacific was after him. He was a sharpshooter. Really reminds me of Gary Kovechkin. Um, but he um, is committed to Northern Colorado today, so they unfortunately did not get him. I would have loved for this transfer to happen. I really liked it. Just felt like a fit because I see those two as such similar players. Um, but committed to Northern Colorado, so he won't be going to Pacific. Uh Next player that received some interest from West Coast Conference team was David Azori. He's a transfer from UT Arlington. A really good player. Uh, I think he's he's better than the first two players. He, solid. He was a 2019-2020 All-Sun Belt Conference player. Three-point shot developed much better this year. He hits it at 1.23s out of 40... 3.8%, 82% from free throw line. I mean, does a little bit of everything. He would most definitely, I think, start at San Diego, especially because they don't, with Humphrey transferring, um, and they have seniors, yeah, but I think they need a little bit more of a point guard presence. Uh, I, have them, I have them projected to start Wayne McKinney, who's the highest ranked recruit uh, San Diego's ever gotten. I have him projected to start at point guard, but. I think it would be better if he came off the bench in his first year. Next, we have Jack Hemphill, a Boston University guy that Pepperdine talked to or reached out to. 
I don't see this one going very far. He's from North Carolina. His stat line uh, wasn't incredible. It was solid. I don't think uh, Pepperdine, they may have contacted him, but I don't think they'll actually extend the offer. Could be wrong. Um, he can extend the floor with 0.83s per game, but I think Pepperdine uh, will look elsewhere uh, for if they're looking for more post-depth. The biggest transfer on this list that I think would impact team most is Terrell Brown Jr. from Arizona, formerly of Seattle. He was contacted by Santa Clara and BYU. Would love to see this guy on a Pepperdine. Um, I think he would fill in, or Santa Clara. I think, but for Pepperdine especially, I think he would fill in great for uh, Kobe Ross leaving. This guy, he can get assists, he can shoot. Not that well, but he can score. Um, at Seattle, he averaged 21 points a game. Uh, and at Arizona, he's averaging 7.3, which is solid. Um, at Pac-12 Pac team, 10 starts, 26 games. I think he could fill in for Colby Ross, um, and that's why I'm pushing for. But Santa Clara, I could see him there too. Santa Clara got the recent transfer of P.J. Pipes, who I was big on, great shooter. They needed him. I like that transfer. Um but I really like um, if they had a true point guard. I would say P.J. Pipes might be best to be a shooting guard and um, try and get him off of some stuff. He can make his own shot, but I think he is better as a shooting guard. And then if you had Troy Brown as point guard, you would have two good guards. Along with the post play, I would look at Santa Clara as a top four finish if they could get Troy Brown. And then the last transfer I want to talk about is Mike Sander, or Sanders, Sanders? No, Sanders. Uh, from Cincinnati. He is lightning quick. Um, he was fairly highly recruited in high school and up committee in Cincinnati, but Cincinnati players have had uh, issues with their coach, and so most of the team left. And Mike Saunders is one that three West Coast Conference teams all had received interest in. BYU, St. Mary's, and LMU. Um, while he is quick, he, his stat line is not as enticing um, it's it's solid, but it's nothing that wows your eyes. I get a little bit of Logan Johnson uh, type of feel for Mike Saunders. I think they could be kind of similar. I think they're both lightning quick, pretty good good on defense, but the three-point shot's not quite there. Um, so this is why I think St. Mary's, who's in on the running for him, I think they should probably pass him up. Um, he could be really good for him, but I think St. Mary's just needs a true score at that at a point guard spot. That's how Jordan Ford, I mean, once he left, they just had no true score. I think St. Mary's should prioritize a a good scoring point guard uh, at that for a grad transfer. Um, and BYU and LMU were the other teams. I could see um, Mike Sounders go on BYU. Uh, he went to high school at Wasatch Academy, uh, which is in Utah, and there's Caleb Lohner, who also went there. There's some connections. I could really see him going BYU here, and I think he would replace Brandon Averett really well um, with his speed. It, both of them would have speed, but Mike Sounders would have years uh, to develop. I think he could work really well in that BYU offense if he can develop a good three-point shot. And then that is the end of... The transfers um i think there should be a lot going on the west coast conference uh i feel like the last two years 
has been struggling uh, with that talent ever since Jordan Ford and that class left. I think there was a lot less notable names in the conference this year. Um, and so I think West Coast Conference is trying to build itself back up with some big names. And so you'll see a lot of activity in the transfer market. And the first name, and then this is this year especially when we've seen over 700 transfers already before even the end of the season completely. You'll see a lot of movement, uh, more players leaving, more players joining, and just the m- roster movement will be, it'll be a lot to keep up with this offseason. And even coaches, the first coach I want to talk about today, uh, Portland. Portland hired a great hiring, I think, and Shantae Leggins of Western or Eastern Washington. Great coach. Uh, just why, if you watch the Kansas Eastern Washington game, uh, they took Kansas uh, pretty late in the game before Kansas was able to pull away. Um, but he, they, you know, they played great. They played inspiring performance. Um, the Grove brothers looked great. I mean, he just has his team playing a very exciting way of basketball too. Uh, they're high scoring, thirty six in the nation in scoring. Have a little bit of defense. It's doing it all with not huge recruits. I mean, I think he's the perfect hire for uh, Portland. Um, and we saw rumors about this hire for a while ago, but I was just skeptical whether he would actually leave Eastern Washington for Portland. Um, at Eastern Washington, he has the opportunity for attorney. And, of course, at Portland, you have that opportunity, but it's it's a lot tougher in the West Coast Conference to make it. Um, you can have a good team and not make it. Like uh, Pepperdine had a good team this year, and they just – it's hard. It's hard to put together performances because for West Coast Conference, you have to be fairly unblemished to get credibility to go to the tourney, and you have to rely on uh, other conferences not doing well. But they also played. Uh, he he played St. Mary's this year. That was a great game. 80-75. They lost, um, but it was all behind the heroic efforts of Tommy Cousy that St. Mary's won. Cousy dropped thirty four on them. And Eastern Washington just played their game um, and kept it close. I mean, that's big time uh, to look at and see that happening. And I think Shantae Leggins. I mean, I'm I'm all aboard. My so my like personal thoughts is I think this was perfect tire. You need to go for a guy that has a winning record, and to get someone younger, I think is really good for the conference. Not only for the conference, but also for Portland. They need someone that is willing to stay there for a little bit and leggins uh just started uh got got his first head coaching job in 17 18 for eastern washington and his first year there went 20 and 15 um and he overall in the four years he was there 75 uh and 49 with a win-loss percentage of 60 percent and that's really good eastern washington um also last year six best offense uh they won uh, their conference, uh, not not conference training, but they won their conference, and they would have assumed to have been conference training champs because they were just really good team last year. Um, and one of the biggest developments uh, is whether we'll see a lot of players follow him to Portland. And if that happens, then I think Portland could already be looking at one of their <laughs> an increase, obviously. And uh, wins to Portland basketball, which would be huge. Um, Portland basketball had been to the gym a couple times. I'm from the Portland area. It's 
fairly dead on most nights. Uh, but I think with the higher like leggings, I think you can get some excitement because you're going to see results. And they may not be immediate, but I think uh, in conference play, but I think for off-season or like preseason play, I think you'll see more wins. I think you're going to see a better Portland team. Um, the first player has already entered the transfer portal that I think would be a huge get for obviously Portland, and it's Jacob Davidson from Eastern Washington. He already left. This year, he averaged 9.8 points, 2.6 rebounds, and one and a half assist. But the year before, he averaged 18.4 points, 4.2 rebounds, and 2.8 assists, and 1.4 steals. Um, not sure how close he is or whether he will, but that is just a name to keep an eye on, as I think that'd be huge for Portland, for him to continue on to Portland. That's a very good player, two-time all-conference for Big Sky from california but i think there's a chance he might follow leggings and i think you might see i don't know about the grove brothers unfortunately even though they played amazing in the tournament um i do not think that they would follow him to uh, portland they're from spokane i think they have the roots there i think they're just gonna stay there what's in, what else would be interesting to follow is uh, the two portland kids that or oregon kids that shante leggings Recruited at Eastern Washington, Isaiah Amato from Central Catholic and Kaylin O'Neill from Churchill. I think uh, those are names to watch. You might see those kids enter the transfer portal and then um, follow him to Portland. Those would be interesting names to watch. But I think if uh, anyone can turn around that Portland program, I think Shantae Leggins is a out-of-the-park hire. I think. I mean, I could have seen him going somewhere better. Uh with more enticing not better more enticing but uh, portland was able to make it happen uh rumors were that it's a four-year deal with an option for a fifth um so i just hope that leggings can uh recruit players to go there and uh finally get portland back to maybe where they were before uh terry porter i mean I would think that'd be good for the West. I mean, obviously, it's going to be good for the West Coast Conference. But, I mean, with this hire, he was on the ESPN 40 under 40 list for coaches, head coaches in college basketball. You're seeing the West Coast Conference become very, like, have some of the best coaches. I mean, and I think that's something important for a conference to develop is to have good coaching. And you see Gonzaga, Mark Few, and they have Tommy Lloyd on deck. BYU's got Mark Pope, and he's been fantastic. Stan Johnson had an incredible year with Loyal Marymount, and their first year leads them uh, to – they were fifth in conference tourney, but in league play they had the third best record. Pepperdine's got Lorenzo Romar, fantastic recruiter, um, and he can get Pepperdine up and running. They have a great recruiting class that I'm high on. Santa Clara, Herb Sendek, good coach. Um, Santa Clara's, I mean, I've, their last two, if Taj Edie and Trey Wirtz, they've done well at the schools they're at. If they were to stay, the Santa Clara team would have been very interesting. But I think next year they have talent, uh, they have experience. So I think next year they might be a little bit of a team to watch. St. Mary's, Tony Bennett, solid team, good coach. Todd Golden, one of the best young coaches. And now you add Shantae Leggins, another great young coach. I mean, the West Coast Conference, and Damon Stoudemire, I forgot to mention him from Pepperdine, but top to bottom, the West Coast Conference coaching is very impressive. Um, 
and i'm excited for the future of this conference as teams will only get better if you have good coaches i mean the talent's gonna follow you're gonna get better results and i think west coast conference is really on the up right now and you're seeing i you're seeing recruiting already getting better with lmu getting some of their best recruits under stan johnson in their first year pepperdine's landing some of their best recruits saint mary's is up in their recruiting game last year was their best recruiting class ever and now uh, San Diego with uh, Wayne McKinney. He's one of their best recruits they've ever got, or the best recruit they've ever gotten, rating-wise. And I think you're just seeing better recruiting coming coming on in the conference. And I'm excited to see what Shantae can do at uh, Portland. Uh, this is the first episode of West Coast Roundup. Um, it will be every Monday, and I look forward to seeing or talking to you all again.